What's up, everybody? This is Doskini Sinkia. You know what it is already. We are hanging out here on a Thursday morning. I don't know whatever morning you're listening to this, but it's a Thursday morning for us. Beautiful little day going on. We got Andres over in Salamanca. We got Miguel over here in Nashville. And we got you wherever you are. Something that I really enjoy doing on Sundays is like the most ultra relaxing, for me, chillest way to approach the next six days until Sunday happens again, which is Sunday self-help day. I get this like line of things that I want to either watch or read on Sunday. And something that I've been doing to operate in the realm of including a, just a week of productivity into my self-help Sunday is um, languages. I like to use languages as my vehicle, my method to learn the secondary tertiary hobby that I'm interested in. So like something that I've really been into now for close to two years is a combination of calisthenics and just like mobility. That said, I attack calisthenics via Spanish. And what I mean is I watch my YouTube videos from Spanish um, producers. I read books or my articles, the literature that I use for calisthenics a lot of times will be through Spanish. And this is a really roundabout way of saying you can use languages as the vehicle to learn your other hobbies. Literally anything at all that you like. If you're a nature enthusiast, you can go out to nature and you can bird watch and learn all these different kinds of birds and learn all these specific verbs and adjectives that are applicable to that particular pastime or hobby. It just opens up a whole world because that's the thing is that language isn't one subject, it's all of the subjects. Dude, I couldn't have said it better. Language is so much bigger than just looking at it as if it were only a language or a subject better stated. Like I would go as far as to say grammar and studying a language for what it is in like an academic setting is worth its weight in gold. Oh, absolutely. For, That's one part of it though. That's only one part. Intermediate is what I was getting ready to say though. It's like oh. it has a diminishing return in my opinion because the second that you become even remotely conversational, the weight lay, lays on you to like really start to use it. And at that point, like using it doesn't mean, like getting behind the driver's wheel isn't opening up your dusty grammar book again. I love using this tactic because I have so many different hobbies that aren't languages, but because I can be burnt out on a language a little bit, if I am still feeling geeked about learning about calisthenics or like making my workout routine for next month or something, if I do the research through the medium of the language that I want to be studying, though I don't want to like learn any more freaking German grammar at all, it still gets me revved up if I watch a couple of these guys. I know this German channel for calisthenics and I understand a good amount of it. I'll slap on the subtitles. I'll even notice that I'm picking up some like really useful words, such as like to twist, to turn, to bend, these things that like, I, I didn't even learn in Spanish for a really long time to talk about like the movement of the human body, you know, to bend and to twist and turn. 
I learned those in German so much faster and it was just by coincidence. But now I think about how much I like saying these things because a topic that comes up a lot in my life is fucking calisthenics or things of the sort. So you get like a funnel of what you actually want to be learning in that language. It's not just like these cookie cutter vocab sheets or bizarre topics from a grammar book. Instead, it's literally what you fancy talking about. It's whatever, it's whatever you want and it's actually applied. Oh man, um, there's there are two things I wanna say about this real quick. It's if you bring it back to like any other subject and you bring it back to something like calculus or something like, enge- or like engineering problems or physics problems. What is the point of physics to be sitting in a classroom and doing like random word problems of things that don't actually exist? Or is the point of physics and engineering and calculus to actually look at this bridge and see with these with these variables and with all these equations, how much weight can this bridge hold? That's in the real world, that's the actual point of it, and that's the point of languages, is to actually be used in the real world, and that, and obviously, like you said, there's definitely something to be said for being in a grammar or like more of an academic type situation, because you can learn a lot like that if you have the proper mindset. That's the true use of a language is, is it being applied, that to me has one more level of like realness than learning grammar and vocab, because like, yeah, that's important and that's good and those are the basics. That's like, those are the building blocks that you, that you build off of. But that's not the reason the language exists. The reason language exists is to share ideas. Um, but oh, very quickly, I try, I'll try to say this quickly, um, but I love how you said you would watch it with subtitles on. I wanna say that is one of the absolute best things that you can do is watch something that interests you with, in the language you're trying to learn, with the subtitles on. When I lived in Spain, I would watch The Simpsons all the time in Spanish. All the oh, time. Religiously, man. I didn't miss a Simpsons episode that was, in Spanish. Well, first of all, that worked out really well because they love The Simpsons. And I mean, they are obsessed with The Simpsons in Spain. Like, completely obsessed. Uh, it comes on like eight times a day and there's one day a week. It's on the whole day long. It's on Tuesdays, actually. I was trying to act like I didn't know the day. No, it's on Tuesdays. Watch that. <laughs> Check that out. It's going to be on all day. But um, the fantastic thing about that is a, it was really easy to keep my motivation because if I wanted to come back from work or class or whatever and I was wanted to kind of de-stress and just kind of zone out and watch something, I could. I just did it in Spanish. Rather than doing it in English, I just did it in Spanish. And at first, I would turn the subtitles on and it would even work, fan- it worked so well with The Simpsons. I'm gonna say specifically The Simpsons because I knew those episodes so well. Almost every time an episode came on, I had seen it before, or I like at least remembered it well enough to know more or less the plot. So that gave me a leg up. I already pretty much knew it was happening. I already knew the characters super, super well. Uh, And I had the subtitles on. Dictable dialogue, you know? Like when Mrs. Kerbapal is castigating Bart, it's not hard to try to imagine Imagine what she's saying. Exactly. So even if you don't know a particular word, you can, and let me say this, I would listen to the subtitles, the Spanish subtitles, not the English subtitles. So if I didn't know a word, I would see it in the context of the show. And I'm going to say specifically, 
The Simpsons is actually, to me, is, is probably the best example because everyone has seen it and tons and tons of episodes. Um, so it goes back to the familiarity I was talking about, that that gives you a leg up to kind of understand the characters and what's going on, even if you don't hear every single word. But on top of that, it's animated. And I think animated shows, it's a little bit easier for them to show every single action versus live action shows. I think a lot of their actual, what they're shooting is two people standing here talking about something. And it's just a conversation. And if you're not understand, if you're not hearing super well, then it's just a lot, it, it's a little bit much to, to just, uh, to absorb all at once. But with The Simpsons, because they can just draw whatever, if they are talking about a silly situation, oftentimes they'll just, you know, go ahead and show that situation unfolding rather than just talking about it. And it's so much easier to follow along when you see the action right in front of your face. So I'm going to say that was something that was hugely, hugely influential in me uh, improving my listening in Spanish was, was watching The Simpsons all the time, like three times a day. I would watch at least like three episodes or more almost every single day. And it was a great way to kind of zone out and, and relax, but also be improving myself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, brothers and sisters, um, that is it for us here at Dos Sing Gear. We have realized that just about every single topic we are super passionate about and have a lot of ideas, a lot of anecdotes, a lot to share. We're, sh we're sharers here at Dos Giddy Sing Gear. But we realize that we are unfortunately out of time. But hey, shout us out in the comments if you want to see a part two to this episode. On that same thread, if you guys have a particular topic or some kind of a subject you want us to talk about, we're totally willing to hear your thoughts down in the comments or, you know, wherever, maybe the comments are over here. Maybe the comments are up there. I don't know what website we're uploading this to. I'm sure there will be some kind of comments in some kind of place you can, you can leave. Anything else you want to say, Andres? Yeah. Just uh, hope everybody liked the episode, and heed my words, because we are happy to adjust all the subject matter to match your guys' desires. So, like we said, we care and we share very much. So, from both of us here, does get a singia. I might as well say pasti huevos again. I guess pasti huevos. <laughs> pasti huevos, baby. Ciao, bacalao. No, Ciao. Last time, I'm going to teach you guys a new one. Agur yogur. And this comes from Eusquera. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to mispronounce it. But anyway, that, you know, so that ditto. <laughs> anyway, y'all.